Welcome back to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Bordeaux, and I'm going to be diving into Romans 7 and 8, and we're going to be tackling identity in Christ. Um, This, I'm super excited. You know, it's something that the Lord is really working in me, and I just felt like he put it on my heart to share with you all. So let's dive in and let's talk about who we are in Christ. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast, where we are here to grow in faith, boldness, and love together. You're going to hear some incredible stories, testimonies, and wisdom from fellow sisters who have been transformed by their relationship and walk with Jesus. As you listen to the podcast, my hope for you is that you will be inspired and encouraged to walk boldly and confidently in God's calling for your life. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, daughter of the Most High King and your host. So get ready and let's dive in. So yes, Romans 7 and 8. Um, I've been reading Romans 8 for probably a few months now um, because there's so much deep revelation about our sonship and our daughtership and our identity in Christ, right? In Christ, um, how what he died to give us and what we became in exchange for our sinful nature, right? It was a divine exchange. Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't know if you if you follow me on Instagram, you may know this, but I go to Global Celebration um, Supernatural School of Ministry with Georgian and Winnie Banoff. They are amazing. So I'm in year one where we are just hardcore going after this identity and renewing our minds around the identities we may have aligned with or accepted in the past that are just not true that it just falls short to the goodness that Christ gave us on the cross so this is why it's so important that we meditate on this we chew on the truth um, so we can really just break free from the lies um, that maybe we've been taught or maybe we're just um, don't know yet because we haven't read the entire Bible and it's you know it's really hard to read the whole entire Bible <gasps> but maybe there's parts of the Bible we haven't really explored or dug into or even received revelation so if you want to read along with me I'm going to start from Romans 7 13 in the Passion Translation um, one of my favorites I love it I love it I love it um, so we're going to start there Uh, But I really encourage you to read Romans 6, 7, 8. Honestly, read all of Romans. It's so good. (laughs) I love this book. Um, But Romans 6, 7, and 8 specifically tackle identity. So, And something that I think is really helpful that I wasn't doing before, um, Jackie Hill-Pair, if you guys follow her, she really kind of woke me up to this, is that asking the Holy Spirit to just come in and reveal the revelation, reveal what he's speaking through the word. Because, you know, the word is living and it is a person. God speaks to us through the word. So I just pray, um, Holy Spirit, just touch every person who's listening to this, that The words just come off the page, fly off the page, be illuminated in their hearts and in their minds um, so that they see clearly, clearly the spiritual realities that you are speaking to us. Amen. Okay, let's do it. All right, Romans 7.13. 
So did something meant to be good become death to me? Certainly not. It was not the law, but sin unmasked that produced my spiritual death. The sacred commandment merely uncovered the evil of sin so it could be seen for what it is. For we know that the law is divinely inspired and comes from the spiritual realm. But I am a human being made of flesh and trafficked as a slave under sin's authority. I am a mystery to myself. For I want to do what is right, but end up doing what my moral instincts condemn. And if my behavior is not in line with my desire, my conscience still confirms the excellence of the law. And now I realize that it is no longer my true self doing it. I think that's a key. True self doing it. But the unwelcome intruder of sin in my humanity. For I know that nothing good lives within the flesh of my fallen humanity. The longings to do what is right are within me, but willpower is not enough to accomplish it. My lofty desires to do what is good are dashed when I do things I want to avoid. So if my behavior contradicts my desires to do good, I must conclude that it's not my true, again, that word true is really key. It's not my true identity doing it, but the unwelcome intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. Through my experience of this principle, I discover that even when I want to do good, evil is ready to sabotage me. Truly deep within my true, again, that word true, true identity, I love to do what pleases God. But I discern another power operating in my humanity, waging a war against the moral principles of my conscience and bringing me into captivity as a prisoner to the law of sin, this unwelcome intruder in my humanity. What an agonizing situation I am in. So who has the power to rescue this miserable man from the unwelcome intruder of sin and death? I give all my thanks to God for his mighty power has finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So if left to myself, the flesh is aligned with the law of sin. But now my renewed mind is fixed on and submitted to God's righteous principles wow, (laughs) that is a lot. So basically what Paul is doing in Romans 7, um, 13 through 25, I believe. Yeah. 25 in the passion translation is and, and other translations is that he is completely separating the nature of sin from our identity. And this is what we often do. And what I have absolutely done, um, in the past is I have used things that I've done, um, that were totally, you know, against God's will, totally in sin, um, not pleasing to God. I've used those things, um, against myself and I'm, and I attach it to my identity. And, um, not only have I done that, but I see a lot of people do that. When I talk to people, uh, maybe on the street, you know, I live in, uh, Manhattan. You guys probably know this by now. I live in Manhattan. Um, so I talk to a lot of people on the street and often when I'm telling them about Jesus, it always, the conversation always goes back to, but look at the way I'm living. Look at me. Look what I've done. It's like we attach sin to our identity when Jesus is saying, oh no, no, no. Like, no, 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 that's not who I created you to be. And Paul really hits that point when he's talking about true identity, true identity. It's our true identity and the image we were created in was God. 
Like God in the beginning created Adam and Eve in his image. Sin entered the world as an unwelcome, I love the language Paul's used here, unwelcome intruder. So yes, we all face, you know, sin in our lives, but the way out is through Jesus. So with Jesus, we get filled with the Holy Spirit and we are made new in a new creation and into our true identity. We become, we can, we can operate in our true identity, how God created us from the beginning. So we have to start thinking about sin as this separate thing that was never meant to be a part of our identity. Never, ever, ever meant to be a part of our identity and stop identifying um, with it as if it's us. Like, so let's say I get in a fight with someone and I'm just rude, you know, I maybe use some cuss words, you know, whatever. I don't, I'm just not honoring to their heart or any of them. Um, when, even when you are in Christ and this stuff happens, which I pray to Lord, you know, keep growing us in that and the, and the fruits of the spirit and just keep, keep growing us to be live in the spirit. Um, but when that happens, We don't need to condemn ourselves. It's more of an opportunity to say, wow, God, you know what? I'm so grateful that I don't have to live in this because you made me alive in Christ. You completely freed me from this. You completely, you know, changed my nature that I am no longer, you know, a slave to sin. So whenever we experience it or thoughts enter our mind, we've got to decide to align our thoughts and our minds with the truth that we are completely free and that we are dead, that we are no longer a slave to sin. We have to make that decision and stay committed with it and align our minds, renew our minds with the truth. So the word is the truth and anything that falls short of the truth is a lie. Anything that doesn't align with the word is a lie. Um, so if you are not living, you know, in that place, what I want you to really meditate on Romans seven and eight, and, you know, every day you're going to face, you know, creeping, maybe you have those creeping memories of the life you had previously, Um, before you became alive in Jesus or before you really followed him, like I did, you know, I I have thoughts that come up um, from past experiences that I'm not necessarily proud of or would ever want to share. But, you know, I've lived just such a sinful life before, you know, so apart from God um, in the way I lived. And those moments, those memories, um, they try to come up sometimes. And Thankfully, you know, I've done done my forgiveness journey. Um, not that it, it's ever over. It's just like I've forgiven those things and put them to rest. It's when those things come up. Am I going to choose to align with that and say, oh man, you know, can't believe I ever did that. I can't believe that's who I was. Um, it's, it's that we see that and we say, I can't believe sin was in my life like that, you know. I can't believe that now, like, Jesus completely separated that from me. Like, that's amazing. Like, being so shocked at the fact that we are totally forgiven and free 
from that sin nature rather than being shocked that this thought crossed our mind and going into a place of condemnation on ourselves and guilt on ourselves and being like, oh my gosh, why did I think that thought? Or, oh my gosh, why did this memory come up? You know, I've been saved for 30 years or I've been saved for 10 years. I've been saved for a year, like whatever, whatever these like thoughts are that come into your mind, because these are the same types of thoughts that I would have. I would be like, I lead a Bible study. Like, why am I even thinking about this stuff? You know, just totally, totally um, coming from a place of, you know, not understanding the, the severity and complete work that Christ achieved for you and for me. Those who receive Jesus have, are completely dead to sin completely dead and we have we no longer have to be a slave to sin no longer have to it's amazing we get to be completely free from sin and we get to remind ourselves every time or if something happens you know that oh my gosh jesus this is who i really am we don't have to align with those thoughts we don't have to align with the lies we align with the truth and that's what walking you know with the lord is is that we continually renew our minds and continually grow in him in the realities and truths so that we live it so we live out the Bible. So we live out our sonship. So we enjoy our daughtership. That's even a word. We enjoy our daughtership to the fullest. God did not want us, you know, oh, you became a Christian. So now you got a second guess if what you did was right um, or wrong constantly. That is not our portion. That is not, that's his anxiety. It is from the pit of hell. You know, I don't agree with that. I don't even align with that. No, thank you. Um, and the Lord is still doing a work on me. So I just want to let you know, like, even if you are at that place, you know, I still have days that I'm like, you know, or I had that come up or something and I just have to align myself with the word. So it's not, it's not like it should be completely perfect, but know that this is available to you. Know that you can go after this and you can go after every truth, not, you know, this is pretty core. Um, I would start with identity and also your love and Jesus's love for you. Love, love, love so that you know you are loved so you can step out and bigger trust and knowing him and having that relationship with him but also your identity and who you are. I think those two things are so central as you take your walk and something that I, you know, I realized was so central. I saw it a lot of other things before I realized I was like, wait, I got to get this love thing down. I got to get this identity thing down. I can't move forward and all these other, you know, areas of the Bible, you know, prophetic and all that stuff. Well, you can, but I knew that I wanted something deeper and something real that, and it was available to me and, but I have to seek after it. And it even says in the word, seek, seek him and you will find him. Like, that's how good he is. He's simple. Like this thing is not complicated. It's actually really simple. That's when we try to add maybe our religious mindsets and formulas to God, where if I do X, Y, and Z, then why? Really, it's just like spend time with Jesus read the Bible. <laughs> seek him, you will find him. Seek his righteousness um, and all things will be added to you. That's really, if I can boil it all down. I know that's a total like paraphrase, but, <laughs> but that's the simplicity of the gospel. That's the simplicity of Jesus that Every time I'm going to cry on these, I swear, I'm like about to tear up again. <laughs> you guys, uh, you're going to give me a full on ball one day. But yeah, I just, yeah, so I pray that these realities penetrate your heart in the, 
you get to live them out and i'm praying that over me i'm praying that over me right now that you know i pray that i even live these out fully to the fullest extent that i like possibly can so i experience all of the joy and peace of knowing jesus like thank you holy spirit thank you jesus for the work that you're doing in our hearts and reminding us of our identity and pulling us closer to your love and to your heart Jesus is so good, you guys. Like, wrecked. Wrecked, wrecked, wrecked. Alright, I love you. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, bless you. And yeah, if you liked it, share it on your Instagram story and tag at the Sisters of Christ. I would love to just hear you guys and see your face and know who's listening. Um, so bless you. Thanks. Bye.